Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The trailer broken and Billy Bones. A Paolo Dicario. West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Uh, season 10, episode 46. The season is over. Europe is coming. The geese are getting fat. Please put money in the old man's hat. Um, tonight, uh, no George. He nearly was here. He wanted to be here. Uh, but his wife, a Chelsea season ticket holder, decided to go out tonight. And he's been left with baby Jessica. Uh, maybe the Chelsea that was... fan. Uh, well, uh, is she a Chelsea fan? Well... We well, know come on, two points. I think high stakes. Be... It was high stakes. Season. I know that, but there's got to be a, an appeal process. There's got to be a in the milk, right? There's and got... they'll go sleep for hours. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we have got Grandpa, Grandpa John from Deepest Darkest Ripley. Uh, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my Ripley mansion talking to you, Sean, and the rest of the team. Well, how's Paul Weller? Is he all right? He's all right, mate. Yeah, I was talking to him last night. He seems happy enough. Good. Chelsea good. fan, isn't he? Oh, of is course. He? Oh. Yeah. Ripley's, um, Ripley's famous for another rock star. Go on. Other than Paul Clapton. Weller. You know it is, didn't you? Clapton. Yeah, Eric Clapton. He lived up here as well, not far from here. Oh, nice. <clears throat> John with the rock stars. Uh, also back, um, can you tell them where are you? What are you doing? Uh, I'm in the lounge uh, doing a podcast with you after a hard day at work. Ah, excellent. And last but not least, fresh from the London Stadium, eating some pies in his shed. Where are you? What are you doing, shed man? <laughs> I'm in my shed. Is it your own pie mash, Nigel? I was waiting for the theme tune. I didn't know if it was playing or not. We... No, yeah, me I neither. can't hear it anymore whether no. there's music playing. Yeah, or don't not. worry. We're, no. we're move, we are moving software next week. I have decided we're going to move software. Um, so... Yeah, it's my own pie mash. Good. It is. Good, good. Possibly uh, something to be at the stadium. Ooh. There's, no, there's no point possibly well, in it. Is I'm not going to come to you first, Nigel, because I know you're still eating your pie and mash. So I'll come to you last. I'll start with John. 
John. Hello. We're in Europe. We beat we the are. Saints 3 0. We're back in the stadium. We've got to be happy. Well, you we are. Beat, Nigel we, we beat Spurs. You know, we almost did it in for Chelsea and, um, well, we could have put Spurs down to eight for Spain. Well, not us, but anyway, a good day at the races, Johnny, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. You, yes, it was, Sean. It was good. Great finish to I, a great season. Uh, a good finish to a great season. Yeah. yeah. It I know, good, it, can't, it, it can't be go crying over spilt milk. Let's talk about the game rather than what we could have won. Yeah, let's see what we could have won. Um, that was my impression, by the way. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the game, which I'm sure you watched, John. You have a uh, right laugh of yourself, don't you? Just, I know. Just, Do you just, know what? I'm so happy. Oh, I've got a smile yeah. on my face. Um, let's talk about the game. <laughs> we didn't start off that well, did we? No, you know, when we looked... A bit edgy, I would say. Maybe a bit nervous. It's the fans' fault, isn't it? The fans are back in. You just destroy oh, them. Really? You just, you oh, didn't really? Back them. You did. There was barely any sound coming. Away well, that's from not you. true, by the way. There was oh, a lot of sound. It was just, just, it's the fans' fault. But, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, what was it? Nerves? Was it holiday flip flops? What, what? What was it? Why didn't we get started know. for the first thirty minutes? I don't. You know. It, it could they could have been nervous, couldn't they? There's a lot to play. They needed a point to to sort of actually cement it, didn't they? So, but you know, in Southampton certainly started stronger. They had the better chances. Good save from. Uh, oh yeah, I mean that, they should have been two 0 up before Fabianski. Yeah, they, I mean they did have a good half hour, but then for now step forward and scored two. Was it two in three minutes? Two in three minutes. Is and, he immense, uh, John? No, Bowen's immense, Sean. You know, yeah, we all true. know it's Bowen that's immense. Um, I mean, he did well, but they, they were talking about on, on the telly, for those of us who didn't go, they, those were basically, they were saying about the defending of Southampton. But well, I thought Bowen did really well there. He controlled the ball between yeah. the defenders and got a shot on target. And four now's finished. And I think, I'm not sure whether we've had much talk about this over the time but I, I think we all agree that Fornells is a decent player and if he starts finishing he's going to be a very good finish a good player you know it's his finishing that sort of lets him down so he's done well I think his repaying is you know when, when we paid 25 million a lot of people were saying whoa we've been done a bit like Hilaire but I think he's starting to show um, that he was worth the investment um, well, he's certainly got quality about him. And I say, if he starts adding finishing to that quality as well, he's going to be a very good player. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, and it, Third it's goal? Just, it's just a, a great result all round. Third yeah. goal? Yeah, it's just great. They, everyone seemed delighted for Rice. Rice didn't seem happy when he was taken off. For, well, uh, it, well, I think he did that for his celebration to give well, him a I round of applause. That, that's, that's what I thought, that he actually took Rice off to get a celebration, but Rice didn't see it that way. I mean, he, well, who knows? But he, I mean, he basically gave the keeper the eyes, didn't he? He sort of like looked as if he was going to cross it and it was a great mm. finish as well. Yeah, right in front of us in the Bobby Moore lower. Um, was it? Oh, right in front nice. of us in the new square stand, like the new stand, but more of that later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, last game for last. Well, last question I'll ask you before I go to one of the others. Last game for Jesse Lingard. 
I, it could possibly be, could it? I would have thought it's well, quite possibly more of that could later. Be. I mean, According to Mikel Antonio, yeah. maybe not. Well, I mean, he, he hasn't been on, in, his form has dropped off, hasn't it? So, yeah, so his price has got to drop yeah, as well. Hopefully, it it'll help him negotiate. <laughs> you know, he, he, he couldn't have kept that up, surely. He was unbelievable when he came at yeah. the beginning. But, yeah, you know, I think we'll all agree that it'd be a great addition. Yeah. So hopefully they can keep hold of him. Good. Are you happy, John? Yeah. It's, I can't. You, you can't complain. You can't. I mean, we we didn't qualify for the Champions League. Well, oh well. Oh well. Shit, we never thought yeah, we would. Like, we, if someone told you we're finishing the top six and we're we're going to Europa Group, and by the way, the Europa Group is now slimmed down. Instead of group stage, thirty-two teams. Right. Yeah. With the winner. Get in Champions League place. Do you know what? Yeah. We could even win that next season. Europa League. Why not? Well, well, I'll tell you why not, but you won't like it. So, you know. <laughs> and uh, no, no, we're not talking. We're not having any negatives this week. No. We're, we're just, this is a uh, celebration. Yeah, exactly. And you know, we didn't qualify for the Champions League because we lost twice to Newcastle. We, yeah, no, we, you know, that we. We got done by Arsenal and draw with Arsenal. You I know, know but you, you can like, say that on the wins as well. It's, yeah, you know, hindsight you know, it's, is a great thing. So we, we, I managed my expectations. We discussed this about in January when he sold yeah. Hilaire, didn't replace Hilaire. Yeah. But then you could argue that when he brought Lingard in, he well, scored as many goals as any striker would have scored. Well, so. that's exactly what we said last week. You know, we, we you know we were looking at King and Major, not Major. What's his name? Maga, Maga. What's his name? I don't Come know. Major, Major. Uh, they didn't score the same goals between them. I think Nigel brought up than than Jesse Lingard. So you know, you can do if what what if we got a strike yeah. or whatever we've done. They what if we've beaten Newcastle? Yeah, we I mean, would have been in Champions League, but. You I mean, know. The, the the loss of Rice and Ogbonna at a crucial time, the both of those two missing really hit us, I think. And yeah, I, I, I'm happy. I think you know, be, all right. So we missed out on Champions League. We're in Europa League, proper, proper. We're above. You know, I think I'm just I'm just happy. And maybe Champions League would have come too soon, but there's no point crying over spilt milk. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy, Sean. I'm glad you're happy. There you go. You being happy makes me happy, John. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> you happy, Len? Oh, I'm very happy. I'm a happy yeah. kind of person. I yeah. draw cartoons at home for fuck's sake. I cannot be happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what did you make of the game? Did you remember to watch it? Yeah, oh, I enjoyed good. it. I enjoyed it. Did you um, wish you were there? Because I know nah, you you didn't, didn't nah. get an option with a ballot because you'd done your thirty percent. But did you have any green tinge of envy with the people nah. that went, or did you think actually I'm not? No, not really I'm surprised it. so many people were so keen on. I mean, I know everyone says it's a, um, you, you know, it was good there, but I, I I didn't want to be there when it was sort of twenty uh, percent full. I'm just not into the dystopia of all that. I don't really want to see it. I, mean, I know it's all going on, but I'd sooner stay at home until it's all back to normal and then get back. I've always been right. the same. Okay, fair enough. I thought Nigel was like that as well, but he obviously changed well, his Well, we'll hear from him in a minute um, yeah. and his experience. Um, so what did you make of the game? 
Nervous watch? No. Comfortable watch? No. Um, Didn't care. No, a comfortable watch, actually. Actually, one of the most comfortable watches, even though I think uh, Southampton got off to a good start. Um, We look like we can always get get a result. And, you know, I did say tongue-in-cheek last week that we'd we'd lose both, just, you know, sort of self-preservation-wise. But, you know, to win two, to win the pair of them, and other than them blips and that John's just mentioned, all the teams around us, you know, the teams that we should be getting points on, we do seem to find a way to do it. And I'm enjoying that bit, that part of the season. Are you? Yeah, yeah. What, it's time to be happy, isn't it? What, what, what did you... Um, did, were you happy for Fornells? Were you happy for the team? Were you happy for Rice? Did you think it was Lingard's um, last game? I think it's Lingard's last game, yeah. You do? Yeah. For us. I All thought, right. actually, a little bird told me there might have been since then that he's gone off the board ever so slightly. But, you know, it just could be coincidence. Mm. We'll see. Hmm. Um, did did they show on the TV the end of season sort of parade around the? Around uh, the pitch? It went straight off almost, so they did could it? talk about Man City. Oh, of course they do. Of course they do. You don't want to talk about this. It doesn't meet our agenda. Mm. Top six. Uh, West Ham obviously being the second team in London, uh, for the first time since when, Nigel. Fucking hell. Since probably Question, isn't it? 1986. That was the top correct. team in London. You were the top team in London, Because it came out that we've never finished higher no. than Arsenal in the Premier League um, at all. We finished higher than Spurs. How many times in the Premier League, Nigel? <laughs> we did it quite a few times earlier on. I'd go for six or seven. I think it's eight or nine, isn't it? No, I think it is six or seven. I did write about this and I can't remember. But it, oh, it, it was a it, great it, question to set them, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I'd have to <laughs> leave that. <laughs> also really sure. Well, I actually, went, I actually went through. I can't remember which one it is, but actually which I went through. Which is why you asked Nigel. I went through each one to find out. It wasn't eight or nine, um, but we have beaten Spurs about six or seven times. I can't remember the exact answer, but I'll answer them the postcard. Uh, Len, anything more to say before we move on to... Uh... Not about the game, no. All right. Um, Did Nigel. you enjoy it? Did you enjoy the experience? I loved you? it. I loved it. I'm going to go last, though. I'm going to talk right. to Nigel first. Nigel. Yep. First time in a year back at the stadium. Talk to February us about the 1st, I believe. Yeah. Your, your match day experience. Um, yeah. I, I mean, all told... I, you know, I'd, I couldn't give a monkey's about the result. Uh, I was just happy to be there, get back in the swing of things. Uh, I, it's hard in a stadium like that, actually, because you're looking around and you're thinking, I know they have to set an arbitrary figure. They've gone for 10,000. You could have socially distanced with 20,000 there. Yeah, you could have done. Easy. It was, you know, funny enough, obviously, I remember games going to with a less crowd than that, 10,000. 
and you can get a bit of a noise going. I don't know how it come across on telly. There was moments where it dulled down a bit. I think it was lively to begin with. And then I it picked up when we made scored. Quite a noise at the beginning. Yeah, no, at the beginning it was. Like I said it was lively. It picked up. You know, I mean, I must admit, as I said, I was more there for the day, and and the football didn't ru- ruin the day. I had a f- good few beers before the game. <laughs> uh, you had a few <laughs> good after the game, Nigel. Well, well, I had a couple after, but I had more before. Um. And I've got to look back to see what what I said to Frank McAvenny because I can't remember. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> you were like starstruck that you were talking to Frank McAvenny. Go, oh, I love you. Well, maybe not that, but you're going off. It, it was great. I think it was a bit quite like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a bit like that. Yeah. So, and David Cross was there also. David Cross, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was, you know, all in all. The whole day was, I got it out of it exactly what I wanted. I get what Len says in, it does seem a shame, you know, that so many people couldn't go. I thought there was a nice touch before the game where they put up pictures of West Ham fans that are no longer with us. Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, And I'd like to see that continue, you know, I I told you. Well, they do that. They used to do that before. I know yeah, you probably I've, weren't I've, at half-time, but they, they used no, to do that I before and afterwards. We've lost so many people in the yeah. past year, um, the big West Ham fans, you know, some that used to go to the stadium, some that didn't. Uh, and it would be nice to see a picture of them. Yeah, it was. It was when, uh, when we go back. And I thought that was a nice touch, to be fair. For it me. was a nice touch, you know, and uh, there's a few people, you know, Kevin Jenkins, who passed away and there's a few people that we knew uh in that montage and and they they also gave a lot of coverage to um iron supporting food banks um yeah put them on the big screen yeah yeah i sent pictures to john i took pictures and, and sent them to john um no i mean as for the game itself four nails looked very lively didn't he uh yeah. you know he, he he's totally a different player in performance-wise, to the four nails that we had at the start of last season, it's possible that Moyes has brought the best out in him. Yeah. That's quite entirely possible. Where Moyes seems to have this habit of taking wide players and bringing them into the game more centrally, chipping in with goals and improving them as players. Which, considering he was a defender as a player, um, he's obviously got a really good team now behind him as well, working on it. Um, you know, we finished six. I, yeah. I, I'm not expecting that next season, to be honest, and, and it won't bother me. You know, I'd like to finish top ten next season. I'm not going to go around and set targets or we've got to do this, we've got to do that. Oh, X is ringing. Um, and, um, Huey. Oh, Huey, yeah. It was actually, uh, it was Huey. Yeah. And... I, I just, I just want to enjoy it, you know. I just want to get back to enjoying football and and not sort of moaning about it too much. Good, I've sort of yeah. missed that. Do you know what? I I thought there was um, a good friend of yours of mine called me up earlier, uh, Mister Mark Walker, and he said, "Oh yeah, bloody hell," because um, he's coming back next year. He said, "There's harmony in the West Ham fan base," and he's right. You know, everyone seems to be happy. 
you know. Well, certain sections there are still the, um, you know, this this they're still out there. But you know what? I talked to you. Probably saw. I spoke to Andrew uh, Andy Andy Sheldon the. West Ham police officer with yeah, I warrant. don't talk to them. You know, I know you don't. And and they said, well, look, you know, I'd rather I'd rather the the peaceful protest than what happened at Arsenal or Liverpool. And and the copper that was with Andy said, yeah, I was at the Arsenal game and had a bottle thrown at me. He said, at least you know it's very peaceful and you know they have their protests and put their flags down and and move on. So everyone's right to do whatever. But you know, we're in Europe. I I don't know if they're going to take their protest to Europe, but each their own. We live in a democracy. I don't imagine they will. Um, are we going to discuss Europe later? Or, or? Yeah, we are. But let's, so um, what, what else about anything about how did you find the stadium? And Well, no beer in the stadium, which some might say was a good thing considering the amount I'd had before the game. Um, there was no that, food in the stadium, but more of that later. Oh, there was where we were. Well, we I had, ran I out. I had a pie, I had a pie at half time. Oh, did you? They must have yeah. restocked them. And I was sitting above you, so we're at the same kiosks. What filling did you have in your pie? Steak. Oh, okay. I can't do that chicken bolty. Ain't I, right. I, that, I had the 12 I like inch all of them, chop actually. Dog, but it wasn't cooked in the middle, but it was the last one they served. Oh, right. No, yeah, I was just more disappointed that I couldn't get a beer before the game. I didn't know. So. I'm, I'm, I wasn't... I mean, I had a drink the last shot. I didn't have a drink, and I didn't know they weren't serving beer. Well, you but, was late but, anyway, weren't you? So you had to sit in the rain. Well, yeah. Just, just. <laughs> by the way, shout out to uh, Dave Jones, Ziggy Stardust. He was right in front of me and Bobby Moore lower. Uh, so hello to one of our eight listeners that who happened to be in front, who was lucky with the ballot. Well done. Um, and to as Molly, you. who was with him, as were I. Hmm. Um, I blogged about that today. So look, I, I, I'm like Nigel. Match day experience. I was like a kid waiting for Christmas, you know, counting down the sleeps. Um, even going on, a tra- I haven't been on a train. My last um, time in London and to West Ham was the 28th of February uh, last year when I went to watch Southampton game, which we won 3 1. I caught COVID then, if you remember, caught COVID, um, ended up 14 days self isolating. And I haven't been on a train or back to the stadium since. So, you know, it was even the even going on the train was an exciting experience. I took my son Finley; he's fourteen, uh, and we had a great day. Yes, we were late, so Stelios booked a table at the last drop, which used to be called the Podium Bar, which is just next to the stadium. As Nigel said, I was about twenty minutes late. No, you were said two o'clock. No, no, he said he booked the table for half one. I said I'll be there at two. My son had a cricket match, so I turned up at twenty past two. Um, no one's picking up their phone, so I'm waiting outside for whatever table it was. When I come up, they've got loads of just extra people on the table, and they go, oh, sorry, the table's full. You have to go outside. Well, it's bloody raining, so me and my son were out there in the rain. Stelios comes out and goes, oh, I feel really bad. Take my table. And I go, no, no. Is that what Stelios did? He did. He said, yeah, take my space. I'll come out in the rain. I said, no, no. Oh, I want you mate. to feel guilt. I want well, you to feel guilt. What a wimp. There he did right, come out. Right. He took someone's ticket after all. Why shouldn't he give up his table? Um, he, he didn't, didn't take it. anyone's ticket. <laughs> Got it fair and square. Um, and as Nigel said, we did the Irons United talking to Frankie and and um, uh, and uh, Dave Cross, which was great. I uh, saw Andy Reid, who's, whose birthday is a chairman of uh, the Sports Club. 
It was a lot of supporters. Paul Christmas a was there. A lot, lot of lucky connected people there, wasn't it? A lot, there? A lot, lot of, of connected people. Uh, Paul Christmas, you should say that. They, had, yeah. they got their tickets because they were lucky in the Crystal Palace ballot. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. And in fact, Paul Christmas told me that he'd got four tickets in the Crystal Palace ballot for his family, but two couldn't make it. So he gave them back to the club, done the right. right thing. That's so, the one Stelius got them. Um, um, <laughs> but it was, it was good. Um, you know, no problems getting in. Um, you know, you had to show the ID. I had to show the ID three times. I hear that. I don't know what you had, but I had to show my ID three times. Once. And had to show this QR code on my phone. My son sort of took a picture of his QR code. Um, wear your masks. In you go. They didn't enforce masks. I took my mask oh, off. No, not when you were in the sitting down, they didn't no, enforce masks. No, walking around. I went down at half time, didn't put my mask on, went at toilet, right. come back, bought a thing, not putting a mask on. Fuck now off. You're right. I, fi- I think yeah. you're right. They weren't um, enforcing it. Um, I wore a mask when I was in the stadium, not when I was seating. But, um, you need to wear a mask normally, though, isn't it? So no one can spot you. <laughs> a few people spotted me, including Dave Jones. Anyway, um, I, I thought the happens. I, I went to the Bobby Moore, which is uh, lower, which is a new stand. I sent you pictures of, of the spaces behind. But actually, it's a great stand. When that's squared off, when you go down to the front, and I did, I was in row 21, it looks good. Um, it's a good view. Um, and you know it was great. I thought the atmosphere the was good. It looks big though. It is big. <laughs> I bet it does from where you were. I'll send you a um, picture. Yeah. It was a good scene. You know, good people were in a party atmosphere, and the players seemed to be lapping up. They came out before kickoff, and you know, clapped all the fans and came up, and you know, afterwards with their, you know, parade of honor or their lap of honor. Um, first time I've actually seen. David Moyes really laughing and hugging the players and lifting his hands up in the air in triumph. You know, he looked really, really happy, uh, like a relief. The weight had been lifted off his shoulders. And I, I just, you know, I feel very privileged I was there. You know, I'm sure everybody will say, yeah, I was there. It'll be like the 1923 World Cup final, uh, World Cup final, the FA Cup final, where 250,000 were there. But if you ask, there's probably about two and a half million. Everybody's granddad was there. Um, but they weren't really. Um, I had a good day. Um, then I met. Um, I met. It's not, a, quite, a it's not quite the same, Sean, is it? It's, it's quite a, a strange thing to equate it to the World Cup final. What <laughs> <laughs> it helps to remember is that two hundred and fifty thousand, <laughs> probably on average, if you say on average, they have what four grandkids. So they'd have had like a couple of kids each. All right, you've said this point things, before. Yeah. So actually, two or three million could easily claim that their grandparents were at that game. Um, oh, sorry. Wrong. Breaking yeah. news, but I'll come to that in a minute. Yeah, so I had a great day. I didn't stay afterwards. I bumped into Stelios and we took a picture. I used it for my blog this morning, Nigel, of a pissed, a pissed Nigel. I don't know, if, was Stelios drinking or not? Uh, yeah, it was funny because he, he wanted like cask owl and it was some IPA. So he had that and it come in a tin can and it was like half a pint. It was hilarious. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. I don't think you'd have been impressed with it, John, to be honest. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I got, it was a great day. Back 
back uh, by about nine o'clock, back in Surrey, in the safety of Surrey. And uh, you, you were there pretty late. You were the last Surrey. people out, the last drop before they chucked you out, weren't they? Yeah, they threw us out. I think it was about half eight. <laughs> but look forward to getting everybody back uh, next season. Quick stat attack, because we haven't talked very much about the game between myself and Nigel. Um, West Ham only had 36% possession. Uh, Southampton had 64. They had 17 shots, five on target. They had We had 14, seven on target. And their end of the season. We're done. We are done. We, we, we yeah. start again. We go again next season. After a little break, they go on their holidays. The manager sits down uh, next week with the owners. Um, Fifty million pound budget plus another thirty-five from. Got to sign a new contract first, Sean. He's signing a new contract. That's in the bag. Two-year contract. Don't worry. That's in the bag. Forget what other stories there may be. Uh, now, I'm going to say it for the last time. The general Brady is gone. out. Belbrana is gone. He's gone. He said his goodbyes. That was his last game. He's a free agent. He goes, stops being a contracted player at the end of June. Same with Dave Martin. He sort of said something hinting that he's off. Um, what, Dave Martin's going to be off? He is, yeah. It's in, oh. it's the end of his so contract. Sure brain has gone, is he? Yes, yeah. His contract's come to an end. Um, and we've not offered him a new one. He's not wanted one. And he goes on a free. Mm. Three and a half million, three point six million. You know, I don't. I don't. I think it works out for everybody. I think it was uh, a good buy. Yeah, I think yeah, he's I think. done all right when he's had a run. He's always been quite solid when he's had a good run of games. Mikel Antonio uh, published a picture saying we're going on a European tour, including Jesse Lingard, and Jesse Lingard liked it with some eyes and a. Oh well, there you go. Heart, well, that, that must mean he's he's staying, doesn't yeah. it? Never oh, mind no, agents and his, you know, what is his contract at Man United? Oh, he oh, gave the fucking eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We paid, um, we paid two and a half million in wages, one and a half million loan fee, and we activated a five hundred thousand pound European clause for qualifying for Europa. So, uh, United or Manchester United, because I don't like calling them United. Did very well out of uh, us on Jesse Lingard. All they've got to do is remember his last few games, uh, sell us him for 15 million, and Bob's your uncle. Um, Fanny's your aunt. That's right. Uh, Declan Rice is going nowhere before the rumours start. He's uh, he's talked today. Um, he's happy. Uh, he wants to go to Europe. Um, he said, you know. We'll go and play anyone Thursday nights here next season. It's going to be massive, so let's build on it, blah, blah, blah. I don't think he's going anywhere this summer, but I'm sure the papers will like to make out he's going to Manchester United or Man City or whoever. Um, but Do I, you know I what? Think the thing you've got there. to just bear in mind is with the Euros, and if he has a barnstorming Euros, it may tempt someone. The only good thing about Declan Rice in regards us and selling and whatever is where he's a defensive mid-player, generally the big clubs want attacking. If Declan Rice had had the season that Jesse Lingard had had for us and was a 
a forward-thinking midfield player, then I think we'd have trouble keeping him. I think it's easier to keep defensive midfield players. Okay. Fair point. Well made. Is there anything else we want to talk this week before we go to question time? What was the breaking news? Oh, that was about um, um, Declan Rice, actually. Which was what? There's no news. Well, he's come out and said, you know, he's really looking forward to Europe and he's going to be here next season, blah, blah, blah. How much money do they get finishing sixth, Sean? Who, the players? The club. Um, well, I haven't worked it out. It works out between Europe, the guaranteed, because we play six games in, in Europe. Yeah, no, I just mean stages. by our league position, finishing sixth. Um, I would have to look it up. I have run this before, but it's um, it's worth about two million pound a place. We we worked out that we were we budgeted for tenth. So you know. So how do you get this seventy five million figure? Eighty five now. Oh, was it eighty five? Well, blimey, it's gone up since I looked on Twitter. I, I quickly looked on Twitter about half hour. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and now you're saying it's like they found ten million in half hour. Yeah. Yeah, I amended the story. How do you you get this then? So there's two ways, right? So first of all... So is this what you've been told, or is this one of yours, you've got your calculator out? No, this is one we've been told. So uh, originally we were told this is the budget, right? 50 million. And you know that story. Yeah. And it it was 50 million wherever we could. Do you think that's wise publicising our figure? Well, why would the people tell people unless they didn't want it out there? Yeah. I, well, I could tell you why I think they 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 do it, and I did not really right. want to publicise it. It's and, just that- you know money left over from the summer, blah blah blah. Duh, 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 duh. Anyway, and, and then more recently, we're told like between the positional against the budget and the extra European money that we're guaranteed to so go into the group stage and then playing six games and the extra revenue and etc. Uh, I, I got given the figure thirty four million. Add the two together. Right, it's not quite 85 million, but 84 million. So have they said, though, that the, all that money, that the extra money for qualifying for Europe, the, the um, so they budgeted for 10th, finishing sixth, adds on, what, another £10 million? Pound? Yeah. And, so and that will be made available to David Moyes, yeah. They've told you that. They've actually said that. Well, We're going to give him all the European money. That, no, but that's just what I'm saying. Because this is where I, I sort of think you can be a bit dangerous. Okay. Because that money, that kind of sum will be made available. And I was actually told, and if need be, maybe more. All right, because this is, because why it don't tally up. Hold up. No, why it don't tally up is the general message is we lost 30 million two years ago. We lost 40 million. Last year. Correct. Yeah. This year, we're going to lose again because no fans in the stadium. We gave all the season ticket money back and 10% on top. And now they're going to take all the money that they've earned and more. Well, what magic tree have they got then? Well, first of all, last year's figures were fake because a lot of the games are in this year's figures. So the turnover from broadcasting is slightly fake. A lot of the games, TV games, money comes in this year. So the losses made slightly fake. Yes, they lost the ticket money and everybody lost the ticket money. But 
they think with the positional finish, with the European money, they want to make a go of it and they want to invest in David Moyes. Now, you've got to remember, though, just giving David Moyes money and making money available doesn't completely equate to David Moyes spending it, right? David Moyes is very cautious, but they will back him. And if that means going after Tammy Abrahams for a a reasonable price and Lingard, you know, there will be some people that say, well, 85 is not very much nowadays, Sean. You know, some clubs spend that in on one player. And that's 85 or 84 plus any outbound sales. Let's see, you know, let's see. I think they want to be ambitious and give him a squad to compete in Europe. Will he spend all of it? I don't know. He's quite stubborn in the way he wants to get his players for the right price. He does treat as his own money and they know that. And maybe they factor that in. But equally, I do think they're ready to invest for the future. And they think, Maybe we can go again. I know you said top 10. Maybe they said, well, actually, we're prepared to spend a little bit more to try and finish in the top seven again or the top six again. We'll wait and see. The proof but, of the and, pudding and, and is... And this in... is what worries me. And I'll tell you for why. Because go on. in the past, this club has made exactly the same mistake time and time again. I overspend it in one window and then it bites them on the bum because people get injured or because of loss of form or we don't do as well. And it it crumbles like a pack of cards because they throw everything at it and they don't achieve it, so they lose even more money. Well, a a properly run business, don't just say, well, properly run business doesn't tell someone what they're going to do for a start. Well, that's another question. What what they don't do is just throw everything that you've earned. So you've had no money for three years. All of a sudden, you've got this lump of money coming in because you've done better than you thought, and we're going to spend it all in one go. Or we're going to give it to the, the manager. The problem is, though, when you, when you say that, 85 million, right? We need another goalkeeper, right? We need another centre-back. We're going to buy Jesse Lingard. We need a striker, maybe two strikers, you know? There's your money spent, even at medium prices. So it's not as large a budget as you think. How how many people do we need in our squads? Are you, are you well, saying that's another dangerous prudent? thing? Because I've always argued it should be evolution, not revolution. And that if you bring in, look at the look at the time under Pellegrini, he goes out and buys seven players, and look what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, you bring too many new people in. The thing with a club like West Ham, why have we done well? I'll tell you why we've done well, because we've had a small squad. So yeah. all the best players have been playing all the time. No, I'm I making right there. Having bigger squad, we're not the type of club that can have a top quality player sitting on the bench ready to come off. Ben Rama's not going to sit there for another two or three seasons and be happy to be doing what I, he's I, doing. I make you right. He is if he keeps it in the stand every time he shoots. Yeah, I, I'm, I make well. you right. Nigel, but you know, equally, I'm sure they were factored in. You know, there was money available for David Moyes in January, didn't spend it. There was money available for him last summer, didn't spend it all. So, there is some elements to say, well, actually, some of the budgeted money for the last year has not been spent. They're not, I think, 
they can afford to offer 50 million and the extra money because I think they're still quite running it. You know, they've got the long-term loan now. But let's see. Let's see what this, – this is where David Moyes proves himself because I think he will not overpay for Tammy Abrahams or for Jesse Lingard. Well, do, uh, why do you keep talking about Abrahams? Because he likes him. He said, yeah, I want him, but not that price. David, David Moyes has continually said in press conferences, John, I like him. I like Tammy. I think Tammy's going. I think it would be great to have him in uh, West Ham next year, wouldn't you? Me personally? Yeah. Tammy, I've, why not? Well, I, I've, as you well know, we're surrounded by Chelsea fans and they call him the new Carlton Cole. So. That's exactly who he reminds me of. Exactly do want, that. Do we want another Carlton Cole? Someone who's a good trier and scores seven or eight a season? It'll get us out of the championship. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's always a good character to have around, but you know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I'm surprised that he's showing interest in him. Well, we'll see. So I've shown in... someone Colton's cold greatest goal. Someone asked me Tottenham about Tottenham one. No, no, no. How good Colton Cole was. I said, if you, I love Colton Cole, my my estimation for him went up when we went down because he took a pay cut. He loved this yeah. club, and I yeah. love Colton for his love of the club. I don't love mm. him for the performances. Yeah, he was brilliant under Zola. Played for England, but I think that was Zola. But if you want, if I'm summing up Colton Cole, I'll show him the goal he got for Celtic, where he misses the ball, falls over on his ass, and accidentally heads the ball into the goal. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> when he, now that's he, a Colton Cole goal. But everyone, everybody liked Colton Cole, didn't they? Let's face yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, he, oh. he wasn't wasn't great, but everyone liked him. But oh, we we don't want that again, do we? We want nah. No, we want we want a proper. We do need a proper striker, and you know. But do we? Because there is no. actually, if you look at it, Antonio's not a striker. But he, he won't last for the whole season. No, no like, but what I'm saying last. is, he's not a striker, and we've made him a striker. Yet we're now looking. So our system of playing is built by not using strikers, and yet we're saying we need to buy two strikers. Does that not then change the balance of the way we play? Possibly. I'm trusting but more then, though. But they, they've also, even, you know, and you look at Thierry Henry, he didn't come over as a striker, didn't no, he? No, he was Arsenal. a winger. So, you know, he's done that before, Moyes. He's done that with Arnautovic. And so maybe they'll bring in a winger and play him up mm. front. He's got potential. He does like and, his winners, doesn't he, old Moisey? The Messiah. I mean, if you look at Tim Cale, Tim Cale was a, a good midfielder for Millwall. He went to Everton and became outstanding, and especially with the goals he scored. Yeah, Fellaini was a regular goal scorer. He was a midfield player. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do a bit of that. But you'd like to think, given the season, given by Christmas we were where we were, and we knew we, we weren't in trouble anymore. You'd like to think they have identified who they want, yeah, and have got some things in place, and they're doing. Stuff well, apparently they're sitting this down time. next week, this week rather, they're sitting down before Moyes goes off to Scotland on his holidays. They're sitting down, they're going through budgets, they're signing the contract, um, two-year contract, and uh, they're going to go through the list. And, um, yeah, uh, good luck, you know. Let's, let's back Moyes and, and see what he's come up with. I'm sure he's got his yeah, target I mean, it list does, already. It, it does look like 
a good place to be. You know, you look at the Batwood team with Nolan and Pierce. It looks like, you know, they're enjoying themselves. So, Well, hopefully we'll get that guy. Is it Seema? Um, the the um, Czech guy plays for Slava Prague. Um, I think the president said West Ham are already in <laughs> negotiations. He seems to blab everything out. Um, he's the 18-year-old. Your type he? of chairman, Sean. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 18 years old. Wanted by Man United, etc. Look, who cares? Really? What are you I'm expecting sure quickly before we go to questions from oh. Europe? Um, I'm expecting um, to get in the last 16 and actually get in, have a go. I think quarterfinals, you know, if we get to the quarterfinal stage, we can go anywhere. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but if we finish third in our group, you'll like this. I wrote a story on this today. We go back to the Conference League, so we get a second chance at Europe. So if we fail at the group stage and finish our group in third, we then re-enter the group stage of the Conference League. Ooh. Did you know that? No, I do, yeah. 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 But we're not seeded, are we? We're in pot three or four, aren't we? I think I was reading. I haven't read that, but that's, that's an interesting... It all goes because of our coefficiency is... Terrible. In fact, our European coefficient seems worse than Southampton. Um, does it include winning a European trophy? I don't suppose it does. No, does it doesn't because it? it's all done no, in recent years. So it's basically oh, yeah. based on, I think, what we've done in the UEFA Cup the last two times we were in it, which was not but getting remember, past the qualifying. All I'll say is, Nigel, I've looked at this today. All the teams we'd be playing, majority of them finished fifth. In their, in, you know, so it's the top six leagues in Europe, whoever finished fifth, right? Or in the case of France, whoever finished fourth. All the good teams obviously go to Champions League. Then it's the domestic cup. Well, I've gone through all these today. In every single case, everyone who won the domestic cup has already qualified for the Champions League. So it went to, like us, the sixth place in all the six top leagues. So I, I've named all the teams. So, that that makes the twelve or whatever fourteen teams. Um, no, I think See, it's twelve th- th- teams. This is what, and, and then it comes from the knockout stages of the qualifying. Go on, Nigel. No, no, because this is what makes me laugh about our West Ham fans and, and looking at text messages today and and laughing at you with your we're going to Albania for the final. Or <laughs> no, actually, it's not. It's Hungary. When I had to put you both right and say, well, actually, it's fucking Spain. But I did change it to Spain. I knew yeah. I was hungry. So you've done your own work there. Um, is is that you, you then go and say, ah, well, we'll be all right. Because look at them teams. They're fifth or sixth in the league. You know, we've just finished sixth for the, you know, which is our second highest Premier League finish in our history since 1992. It's the third highest position we've ever attained in the club's history. And yet when you look at the club's, around Europe that have already qualified in fifth or sixth, you know, some of them have played in Champions League finals. But you forget one thing, Nigel. And you're you're sort of sort of like it's like you're blind to to You forget the fact. one thing, Nigel. Go on. West Ham are fucking massive. And this is part of the, where for me I look at it and think you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you write stories like that and you do that and 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 it's sometimes it's like we're heading for a big fall. Me, I'd just be happy being in the in the in the 
in the group stages. We get well, we will European be in Europe football. till December. Yeah. Right. If we because don't that's... get out of the group stage, if we finish fourth from bottom, well, I'll, you know, let's have a look at the group we got. But I well, mean, I'll we tell will you be what, in group. Yeah, we, we will be in the group from se- it starts in September. It goes all the way through December. So we're in Europe till December. So what sort of teams are we looking at? Well, Lazio, Marseille. No, no, no. no. Yeah. None of them. So, oh, let's go. We've got Napoli and Lazio from Italy. We've got oh, Leverkusen. Oh, hang on a minute. Leverkusen. How do you know that? No, they're not. What do you mean, no, they're not? Italy. So, interesting. If you look at the story I wrote earlier, Italy. Well, not. Italy are not in the coefficient. What? They're not in there. In in the way it works, it was Germany, Portugal, no, no, hold Belgium. Up, hold up, hold up, Shep. Yeah, coefficient is done on the club, not on the country. What are you talking about? But but this is the rules of Europa. The way I read it, thirty-two teams. Right, this is what they say. The so group tell stages, John the teams that have already qualified that we know. That's what I'm right. talking about. Frankfurt, who have played in the Champions League recently. Uh, Paulos Ferreira. Leverkusen, for a start, yeah. We're doing Germany. So Frankfurt and Leverkusen, two teams that have been playing Champions League football in in recent yeah, years. you are. It is Leverkusen. Um, yeah, I know. Um, uh, who else is it? Uh, Santa Sociedad. Clara. Santa Clara for the Port um, Barcelona. Real Betis. Um Marseille, Leon. Leon. Yeah. Braga, Locomotive Moscow, Napoli, Lazio, Leon, Bayer Leverkusen, Neuntrap, Frankfurt, Leicester City, Real Batiste, and Real Sociedad. You know, that's some company, Dale. That's some good company, Dale. No, that's what I'm saying. It's good <laughs> yeah, to you're not, stand in it, but what I'm saying is that people... It's a good, on our day, though. It's oh. a good standard. Yeah. It's a good standard. But yeah. what I'm Very saying so. is, is that, you know, people get asked, uh, not from other people were talking about the final today in groups I'm in, and I'm thinking, what planet are uh, you cause on? Because we, we always get the final. We've already cut the end, don't we? It's like, we, come on. We, we do so well in cups, even the FA Cup when we're playing in the lower leagues. We're so yeah. good. With, you know, he, he sits there and, and, and besmirches up the teams in Europe we're going to play. And we we can't even, under Pellegrini, only a year and a half ago, we were getting knocked out by Oxford and Wigan. And IFC Wimbledon. Yeah. Yeah. So calm it down. That's what I tried to say Just to enjoy Sean. it. Just enjoy it. Okay. All right. All right. I'll try and calm down. Got stories <laughs> to write, though. Um, But that's the problem, isn't it? Because actually it's all about the story. And not the context. Well, that's a different debate. <laughs> anyway, it's time for this. Yeah. It's Facebook Twitter question time, where you, the eight and a half listeners, get to ask us, the four presenters, whatever you like or whatever Nigel actually said. Nigel. So, 43 minutes ago, so John will be happy. I said <laughs> 6 p.m. and we're recording the season finale. Give us your hammer of the season, game of the season, goal of the season, best new player. And then I put thanks for everyone taking part, listening, blah, blah, blah. 
Do you want to answer any of them questions quickly? Anyone? Any? How, how many questions? Hammer of the season. Too um, foul. Too foul. No. Um. Um. Cute. Um. Hold up. Let me write these down. Sue foul or Suchek. rice for me, but I think Sue foul wins it. No, no, no. Sue no, wins it. Shut up, you. This is John's like. Oh, go on then. Yeah. So John's going for Sue foul. Yeah. Yeah. Cool foul. Player of the season. Game of the season. Uh, I, I would say it's got to be the Tottenham game where we scored in the last whatever with yeah. Lanzini. Spurs 3-3. Free free. Uh, goal of the season. Lanzini. Lanzini, yeah. Very similar yeah. to me, John. I must admit. <laughs> All right. Best new player. Lingard. Lingard. Fucking hell. Okay. So it's John Sean. Well, uh, goal and game are the same. So, Hammer of the season. Hammer of the season is Thomas Suchek. Suchek. Right. So, you said the goal and the game is the same. Yeah. And newcomer is uh, Sufel. Kufel. Len. Well, my player of the season is a little bit like I choose my sandwiches, I suppose. When push comes to shove, you go for rice always seems, not rice in a sandwich, Declan Rice always seems to show how much we miss him when he's not there and he comes to your forefoot and I'm going towards Declan again after me saying Suchek for like so long. Right, so you're gone for rice. Game of the season? I think the Spurs game was just got to win it, and it really exciting. That was a bit it? too easy. I should have. Like, are you what are you going for a goal of the season? Again, yeah, I'm going to agree again. Lanzini, so many different reasons. And newcomer, best new player. Oh, Kufau. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. My hammer of the season, uh, funny enough, is going to be Suchek. I think he's been outstanding. Game of the season, yeah, it's, it's the Spurs. 3-3. Goal of the season. This was close between Lingard against Wolves, I must admit. But I think mm. the one that made me really jump up and scream off the sofa, because I, I, I had to do it, was the Lanzini goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the best new player uh, for me is Lingard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does shade. I, I think he changed our season. He got us into Europe. Yeah, I didn't. Wasn't counting him really. So, I suppose so. Well, that's where we are for us. Let's let's see if any of the listeners answered it because generally they don't. So first up, we have got Richard Howe. Howe. Uh, that's not racist, is it? If I do that, a- how many questions? Uh, that's a good comment. How many? How many comments? You mean? Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Twenty-one. And go. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you interrupted me. I was already to go. So first up, Richard Howe. Oh. Uh, evening. All he says. What a season! He's proud of what the team's achieved, and for once, it really feels like something we can build on. Uh, he's gone for Rice. So, tick for Rice. 
Uh, he said, uh, we missed him when he was their engine. The game's got to be Spurs, but he'd like to mention Burnley away. Uh, so, uh, goal of the season, he said, tricky, but he's give it to four nails v Leicester. And the new player is Kufel. Kufel. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> he's put, thanks for keeping us entertained this year with the Cigar and Brandy podcast. And Europe, here we effing come. That's great. Uh, evening chat, <laughs> says uh, Jeff Smith. Uh, he'd like to thank us all for the great podcasts, especially the ones where Sean's are away. Oh, it does go. I'm only joking, Sean. You're great. Well, you've overdone it there, Jeff. You should have just said you're only joking. We didn't have to go with your great bit. Hammer of the year is a toughie. Um, has been excellent, but he thinks Koo Foul. He's gone for Koo Foul for Hammer of the year. Foul. Oh, shut up. Um, he's oh, he's gone. The best game was uh, Spurs and Lanzini. I think that's going to win it. And the new signing, he's gone for Kufal, but a worthy mention for Dawson. Thought it'd be a disaster, but we got a warrior. It's a fair comment, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, talking of that, he was taken down. Who was the uh, guy we were booing? I don't know his name. The, you were the, booing someone? The dirty... Um, Still. <laughs> no, Southampton <laughs> player that took out Sufal. Well, me and Stel were um, booing someone, but he was out in the rain, so he couldn't hear us. <laughs> oh, I thought it should have been a red card. It happened just in front of the Bobby Moore lower. I don't know what his name is, because I don't know any other players. from Who, who took out Sufel at, at, uh, yesterday? Oh, it was that, remember, was that geezer, Bedrick? wasn't it? The black guy on the left. I don't know who he was. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I could sense it was that in you here, wanted to say it, Sean, but your politically <laughs> correctness and lack of spine was stopping you from just saying it. So I thought I'd say it because what? that's who it was. I don't know his hey. name. I'll look him up. I've got the five gram here. Let's see if I John can... said his name. What's his name? No, he... Bednarek wasn't who it was. Was it no, Romeo? It no, it weren't. Done. Janepo? I think it was him. Janepo? Janepo, I think it was. I think it was Janepo. Good podcast, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. we know it. Anyway. What on the ball? Peter fucking Crouch, nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Next up is Blinda Kai 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 Kitis. Hello, Billy. Oh, she's back. She's back, yeah. Uh, Evening, Pips, she says. What a wonderful season. (laughs) Hammer of the season, she's gone for the entire team. Which I, Do you know what? I do like that idea, Bell, to be honest, because it has been so hard to pick one. It's almost like you'd want to go, do you know what? You've all done great here. You all have a trophy. But then that's like a kid's under-9 team, isn't it? You know, it's where they just out. give them out a turning up. Uh, game of the season, uh, she thought the first Leicester game where we won 4-0. So the goal, she's gone to Lanzini or Lingard against Wolves. Typical woman. She don't give you a definitive answer, so we've got to like try and guess what she's thinking. Uh, best new player, she gives three. Suchek, Kufau or Lingard. Oh, Bell, come on. I don't think you're getting the idea of this. Uh, 
Loved the season so long since we've had success. She loves Moyes. She has got a question, though, for all of us. After four kisses, one each. She says, who's your favourite listener? It better be me. That's what she said. (laughs) Listener of the year. (laughs) Mm. Well, I mean, I can't answer this because some of them give me money. So, I mean... (laughs) I can't say. Do you want to choose a listener of the year, Sean? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host i don't think he does by the sound of it no we'll wait maybe he's gone to the fridge no He's probably got a story to write and some bollocks to make up. Come back to him. Let, yeah. Don't let him just ask the question when he returns. Yeah. So, uh, do you have a listener, John? Well, it's just got to be Belinda, isn't it? And the same as that she's the one asking the question and sending us kisses. Oh, that's a good answer. That's saying kisses. You do send kisses, Belinda. They're very greatly received. I couldn't <laughs> dare. You're all my favourite, Bill. Next up, Davy Jones. It's old Ziggy, Sean's mate now. Hello, Zig. Uh, evening, noises. What a great end of the season. It was great to get back to the LS. Uh, he even got to see how the other half live in the Bobby Moore lower. Uh, great that Sean used his influence to get to sit behind me. So there clearly is a benefit to him being pals with the Dildo Brothers. It's a very transparent process and it was all above board. It's very fair. Custard creams were not involved <coughs> for those two. Mm. No. Yeah. Uh, he's got game of the season. He's got the Spurs. He's got the Kufal, Amor of the Year. He's got the Lanzini as the goal. Best new player, Kufal. Question for Sean. There you go. That's I'll what we think. It. Any truth in the rumour that 30,000 fans expected to be let in at the start of the season? 
That's really strange. I don't know if that's a rumor or not, but that's what I'm expecting. Can I can I say that I am under the impression it won't be that many? Oh fucking hell! Yeah. So um, are they going to sort that out? Ballot. Ballot. Yeah. Back to the ballot. So I'd imagine first game of the season. Let's say they peg it at twenty thousand. I don't think they'll go fifty percent capacity straight away. I'd imagine that they'll go for fifteen to twenty thousand. Let's say twenty thousand. They'll discount the ten thousand from yesterday. They'll discount the two thousand from uh, previous. So that's twelve thousand out. But bearing in mind they're going to have fifty-four thousand season ticket holders, so they've got thirty-four. No, how many? So I said twelve. So that's forty thousand, near enough. So you'll get to go to every other game to begin with. But bearing in mind, you've also got European games starting in September. It'll be quite busy. I think a lot of it will depend on what's going on. Does Sean know if I'm going to Europe this year? Or has he said anything? Does he know what? If I'm going going to Europe this year. What do you mean? Well, does Sean know? Does Sean know who's going going yet? Am I going? Yeah, I ran a story about it this morning. Oh, okay. Canning Town Len goes to Europe exclusive. Yeah, he gets the ticket. Yeah, are they are they back? Are they playing the Hammersmith Odeon? Are they? Who? Didim 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 Europe. Do you know what? Yeah, they are up there with Kiss as the very worst band I've seen. The very worst band. Kiss. Oh, Kiss was extremely oh, bad. Oh, you're going to really? get a lot. Of, yeah. You're going to get grief from the eight listeners. Yeah. You wanted the best. You got the best. Yeah. I know. I know a lot of people that have a big love for Kiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. mate, mm. you wouldn't get me. I, I saw them late eighties, Wembley. No, not happening. Might have been early nineties. Europe. I saw. I think Amsterdam Odeon, in nineteen eighty eight. And they, that was Joey Tempest, wasn't it? Was the lead singer. That's it, Joey yeah, Tempest. Mate. I'd have anyway, been happy with Joe we, 90. Can we stay focused? Because we sometimes drift off. Well, I'd I've like got to go. say that to you, Sean, actually, I've because we've been asking you questions been? and well, been I, met I, with I silence. In, yeah, but I put in the chat, I said, I need to go and get my charger. I'll be back in a minute. You oh, obviously didn't read that. Sorry. Who reads the chat? <laughs> well, people who, who, who probably see, oh, he's on mute. That's because he's gone so, to get his charger. Anyway, while you were gone, Sean, there's been a question asked. Go on. And we'd like you to answer it. So, Belinda has asked, who's your favourite listener? Who's your favourite listener? Well, Belinda, obviously. Oh, there you go. Do anything with a kiss you, wouldn't you? (laughs) David Sullivan says. Um, (laughs) Let's be honest, not many. While he's playing with his centre party. upset most of our listeners. So, who who else am I going to pick, eh? So, not not to... Gary Prince, he's your mate. Maybe not. No, he's not. I don't think he is. <laughs> Most of them give me grief. It would have to be them on Ziggy Stardust because, you know, Dave was all right. To I like Ziggy. Me. Well, look, he's but asked you a him. question as well that you weren't about to answer. Go on. Which was, any truth in the rumour, only 30,000 fans expected for the start of the season? I don't know that. And, I, you know, it's nothing to do with West Ham. This is down to the government. Um, I'm... I'm hoping not. I mean, everything I hear is, you know, if 
if the vaccination program continues and the vaccination deniers and the anti-vax don't ruin this, if we've got herd immunity, then why wouldn't we have full stadiums again? So I'd hope it's going to be a lot more than 30. I'm an optimist, so I'd say I've not uh, heard anything to contrary, and certainly talking to my contacts of the club, they just say it's down to the government, and the government hasn't made a decision. So anyone saying otherwise is just guessing at the moment. Oh, right, I'm just guessing. There you go. All right. Did it come from you, Sean? Huh? No, no. What's your gut feeling? My gut feeling is is um, rather large. Football, <laughs> oh, <laughs> football will be back, um, and uh, crowds will be back. Uh, it might be that you need a vaccination to attend. Um, well, we all have them, won't we? Our, our, our age, yeah. Um, well, so, so may, maybe there will when, be some. When's discrimination. the season start? When's it start? September, August, August, August. late August. Yeah. Like say, I think it all depends what's going on with the recovery in all in the like the whole country, all yeah. around sort of thing. I do. Around. I just think it's too early to call one way or the other, and anyone who says they can call it is a liar. There you go, people. I'm lying. I mean, as gut feelings go, people. Sean's in the expansionist mode at the moment, <laughs> so we'll leave it there. Next up, it's our good friend, the old cardinal himself. Uh, C of E's can be Cardinals, I don't know. It's Chris Kinch. Uh, Hello, Chris. Evening, gents, he says. What a season to be a West Ham fan. He wants to thank us all for the podcast over the last season. From when I was away, deployed on operations, the other side of the world, to when I was travelling up and down the length of the country when I got back to support soldiers from my regiment who were working with the NHS. Look at how good is this, yeah? To just driving to and from work on a normal routine. I've looked forward to the podcast each week. He's put, even though I've never met yourselves or the other listeners, it's been like being in a pub with your mates and having a good laugh together while we support our favourite football club. Thanks again, Irons. Well, no, thank you, Chris, for your service, for your work, and thank you for not answering the bloody question that I set. Cheers. <laughs> but thank you for the very nice comment. Yeah. Oh, yes. Thanks, yeah. Thanks. thanks for the nice comments as well. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks uh, sorry, can Chris. I change it? He's my new nicest uh, listener now. Yeah. He's, actually, since since Belinda's asked, they've all been customers that have asked the questions. Since Belinda's asked? What are you getting no, a bit personal asked. Oh, asked. asked. Sorry. Asked. Yeah. She cut the accent, mate. No, no, no. Yeah. Don't. Don't meant before that with Belinda again, you know, which was like last time. Bit touchy. Well, yeah. <laughs> right, next up, it's Appy Chops himself. Made Miriam. Oh, oh boys. God. Here's another one. Oh, so happy. Can you tell I'm happy? Boyos. Who would know? Uh, it's, it's the player of the year, Creswell. Really? Game of the year. Leicester away. Well, Creswell's had a good season. You can't. Knock I, the answer, I know, He's but it's just fault. Made Marion's just out, so out of touch with everyone else. But go on. Oh, oh dear. Uh, goal. He's, he's gone with Lanzini v Spurs, and the new player. He's gone for both of them. Uh, unfortunately, the reason why I did put it best new player was to discount Suchek from that because he's not a new player because he did play last season, Marion. So we'll put you down for Kufan. No yeah. one giving an honourable mention to Craig Dawson. Yeah, someone has, but you weren't listening. So All right, okay, fair enough. 
You'll have to listen back to see who that was. Okay. He's put, is there any plans next season to make those in section 113114 at the London Stadium not to feel like second-class citizens due to a lack of amenities joined by those in other section? I think he's talking about our enclave, Sean, where yeah, we're no, pending. I, I, I do agree. Even though most yeah. of the places were shut, walking around yesterday, you do get a lot more choice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is bad, isn't it, when you see it and you think we're just shoved yeah, in that I mean, corner. Although they'd run out, bowl. you know, there's bagel places, street food, there's, yeah, just a lot more choice. We just get like... Is it, is it changed then since we was there last? No. Yeah, well, some of it, some of, um, well, I haven't you're been there You've just seen a new part, Sean. Yeah, you're right. I've not seen that part before, so probably we are a little bit uh, lepers. You're right. We, I, I've seen it in my tour with... Uh, Delaware North when I was on the uh, OSB. Uh, we got to sample a few of these things, but no, it, it is an eye-opener and you think, actually, we're poor relations when when you look at the rest. So, no, nothing's going to so change. Nothing's changed after that. Well, I don't know because I've never been there, really, <laughs> apart from well, one tour. Go. So, you tell me. Um, it was disappointing to see Pinocchio's photos from Sunday showing the food hasn't improved at the London Stadium. Uh, I think that's you, Sean. Uh, Super 6, a mediocre 17th place. I'd, I'd have took 17th place. <laughs> uh, Marion, believe me. But the good news is that after being above mule season, he picked Dodsey on the last day so that he finished in lowly 19th. Thanks for the enjoyable season of the podcast. All the best, Len, Nigel, part-time George, John and Pinocchio, a.k.a. Dictator Bald Stooge for keeping us entertained. There you go, even you, Sean. Next up, Paul Turton. Evening, gents. He's gone for Suchek as the best player. Spurs the best game. Lanzini was the goal. And Suchek for the best new player. Paul fouled. Can't have Suchek as best new player. Uh, so we'll give it the coup for uh, Only recently Kufa. got into podcasts. And yours is head and shoulders. I'll take it back, Paul. Oh, Paul. You Paul's my favourite listener. <laughs> Paul, you Paul's my favourite listener. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite listener. <laughs> I'll change my mind. You can have you can have uh, Sue Check if you want. Flattery uh, will get you everywhere yeah. in this case. Because he says, I only recently got in the podcast and yours is head and shoulders above all the others. Keep up the fad work. Will you Give be us a recoding? Five star review, by the way. It always helps in our ratings. Five star review. Sorry. Oh, right. There you go. Who reads the ratings? The last one I read was about someone moaning about women football. Anyway, will you be recoding one from Europe next year on tour? Maybe. We'll, we'll see. We've got to, they've got to let fans in first. You've got to see how it goes. Outside broadcast could come back. You never know. And believe yeah. me, I will never set foot in Italy again to watch a game of football. So No, I don't want to go in. No, either. definitely not. Uh, Mark Hunter. Uh, says, good evening all. Uh, what a lovely feeling yesterday was. Best goal was Lanzini. I think it... Go away, Dave. I think it was made us believe... Oh, George. I think it made us believe something special was happening. I thought we were amazing at Villa away. Um, Kufau and Kufau, maybe you could share how many years with Rice. Great pod every week. The other one is trying to get in before you on a Monday. And I'll leave it there. <laughs> you don't have to worry about them, he's put. Let's leave Brady in Amsterdam. Brady out. Brady, Brady out. out. 
I'll tell you what, Brady'd love an hamster up her damn mate, I tell you. Anyway. Bit rude. Oh, we got a special comment uh tonight. Have we? Darren Kitchen, great entertainment all season, chaps. How long have you done Darren Kitchen? Sorry? I'm sure you've done Kitchen before. No. You sure? Uh, I'm the one that knows what they're doing, yeah? All right, okay. All right. Amory the year's gone to coup fouls, been a machine and balanced. Game of the season. He thought, man, City away. We gave him a brilliant game. He deserved three points. Not many teams have done that to them this season. He's gone to Lanzini for the goal. And best new player, he said he couldn't choose one, to be honest. Uh, But he's gone for Jesse. But every player has improved us, which is true. Not one weak link. He finishes with less hope with strength and keep deck in the summer. The cynic is doubtful, but I like being proved wrong, as I was with Mr. Moyes returning. Nicholas Harvey. Uh, thanks for that, Darren. Evening, gentlemen. Brady out. Brady out. He said, uh, David, that's what I do win, Moyes. My sincerest apologies for ever doubting you. You are indeed the Moyes sire. Muchas gracias, gentlemen. For all the entertainment this season, it's been thoroughly enjoyable on and off the pitch and on the podcast. And a big thanks to all the other seven listeners for all their comments, as I love that part of the show. Take note, Sean. Forget about the 150 character limit. Sorry, who's that? AI Sean? No, Nicholas Harvey. Oh, right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Amber of the Year is... (laughs) It's goof uh, uh, I should have done this in a Yorkshire accent. Perhaps I'll do AI Sean in a Yorkshire accent. Yeah. Uh, why not? I wonder if they're going to say my answers. I think we'll see, won't we? It'd be purely coincidental. <laughs> Wouldn't it, Nick? Uh, Amber <laughs> the Year's Kufal. He's gone for the three all against Spuds. Lanzine is the game. And Kufal again for the best newbie. Uh, I hope we get the odd podcast through the off-season so we can laugh at all the transfer rumours and England's performance in the Euros. Hashtag Europa League, here we come. Question for you, Sean, from Mr. Rotomsky. Sean? Sean? Sean, Oh, fucking hell. I'll come back to that. We lost him. If only. Right, Ted Sexton. You still there, John? I'm still here, oh, That's yeah. good. Well, the important people are here. <laughs> Ted Sexton says, Evening, guys. Thanks for the great entertainment you have provided <laughs> this season. It's short and sweet. The type you like, old Ted. Uh, John, he's gone Kufau, unsung hero. Spuds draw, Lanzini and Kufau again. We're getting a. This it, it, is a bit like Eurovision. We're getting to see the winner quite early, uh, and, and not English. <laughs> oh dear! Passport we had a little week. conversation about that the other night. Oh yeah, I don't even. I'm like you. I don't watch the songs. I just watch the voting, and it is just hilarious. It's Grand Britannia nil point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that poor son. I'm glad he was still laughing at the end, waving his beer about. It looked like he had a good time anyway. Yeah, um, uh, next up it's old Palumi Ogaluna my favourite Canadian who says to answer last week's questions he's 30 and lives in the US uh, nice to finish the season thanks for the podcast 
He's gone hammer of the year, Suchek, game of the season, Tottenham, Lanzini, Tottenham, best new player, one for Dawson. Good shout, Palumi. Any podcast during the Euros, any news on the next season's kits? Well, if rumours are to believe next season's kits will be modelled on the 1999-2000 kit or 2001 kit. That I like to call the centenary kit, but there you go, it's me being awkward, uh, which was all claret with the blue round the pipe into the sleeve, i.e. the Canio with his scissor kick. Then the way will be dark blue in the tradition of the dark blue kits, which pays homage to Thames Ironworks. And then the other kit is what we call the Argentina kit. So it's the blue and white stripes, as modelled by Ian Bishop in season 91-92. Word of warning, though, we did go down that year. <laughs> nice kit, though. Oh, I loved that kit. Yeah, it was. We all liked that kit. A bit of an analogy. Strange he never reappeared. Oh, he's back. I was. I never went. Well, you did because four times I went. Sean, I got a question for you, and you didn't reply. Oh, I had a, a little bit of an internet issue, so sorry, I didn't hear that. So John Ritomsky says, "Yeah." When's the Betway Cup and who are we playing? That's a really good question. And you've just reminded me to have a chat. The only pre-match uh, game I know about is the Celtic one. But I've, I've been told we're pretty much staying local. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there might be a warm weather uh, camp in Portugal, being a green country. But um, I don't know. But I'll ask. Or I will ask. Maybe you could win oh, it. Okay. There you go. Next up is Michael Levy Jr., the soul singing superstar of the whole of Tenerife. Check him out on YouTube, check him out on Facebook, and check him out if you're in Tenerife at the Calypso Bar, if I'm right, Mike. Thank you, he says, to us for our dedication to podcasting this season. Uh, CTL, it's nearly our birthdays, mate. Hmm? Next week. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't like birthdays, do I? I ain't been looking. How long we got? Yes. Oh, next it's Tuesday. Next, oh, do, yes. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. That's a bit Which harsh. Is, oh, I usually feel around birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> How old are uh, you? Actually, I don't know why he's getting so so excited about it because ten years ago we got Big Sam for our birthday <sighs> on June the first. Don't, don't remember that him. one. Um. Am I right thinking you're 49? Yeah. Yeah. You are. There you go. See? Yeah. Happy 49th birthday for next Tuesday. Thank you very much. Uh, he then lost the train for He's thanked me for my honesty, as always. My frank honestly, as always. He misses pie mash more than ever. Sean, he says, we've grown to warm you to you, mate. <laughs> and he said, and he's asked the Boochies to hit him up for a drink when you finally get to Tenerife. Do you think you get out there? Jolly boy. I am. Go- I've booked for twenty-two. Well, I'm. I've yeah, so am I. I'm going to Tenerife in twenty-two. Where are you going? Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. That's a couple of people you can look forward to seeing. Mike, George, and John. Um. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> I'm going. Out. <laughs> when are you going? Out, John? When are you going, John? When don't yeah. tell him. <laughs> I I think it's the end of July, early August. All right. I can't remember, mate. It's all it's all it's all one of those where we were going, got cancelled, 
used your stuff oh, yeah. and got booked again. Well, this know? is this is Club La Costa as well. We're going to Portugal in November, going to Spain in in August, hopefully, and then Tenerife in uh, February. So little little mini European tour of our own. Oh, and Mexico nice. uh, in December, but that's obviously not Europe. Maybe, obviously. Uh, next up, it's Andrew Hall. Hello, chaps. Hammer of the year. Suchek is gone. Game of the season. Spurs free. Or that's run away with it, really. Uh, he's gone. Lingard running the whole pitch to score, which was Wolves. And Kufal is running away with that for the best new player. He says, thank you to all for the pod- doing a fantastic podcast every week, especially Nigel, who's a legend, to <laughs> see you on our European tour. And we give all our love to Brenda, Andrew. So, uh, perhaps we'll, we may next season even sing a little song for her. Obviously, Doris Day. Oh. Dawkin. Is that out your way, Dawkin? It is, yeah. It's not too well, far. It's vineyard, isn't it? Dembis. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I ain't got a clue. Next up, it's the Colonel himself, Paul Sanders. Thanks and congratulations on the season of podcasts. And of the season, Suchek ran further than anyone else in the Premier League. Is that right? And 10 goals for a midfielder. Don't know. There's a stat for you, Sean. What's that? Suchek know, ran further than any other else in the Premier League. He's, yeah, he did that. For, I mean, I've run a few stories that he's, on most games he's done that. And um, between him and, and uh, Sufal, they have done that. They're just immense the way they run and run and run. But I, I have known that. But uh, good stat to know he did it for the whole of the, the season when he totted up. So, yeah, good stat. That's right. a cool story, so bro. So, anyway, yeah, good. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he looks naked. It? Fucking hell, he's had to listen to that. Game of the season, Spuds away. Goal of the season, Spuds Manu again. And Suchek, he's gone for new player though. Lingard has been good, but it's gone off the boil. Um, he put possibly Kufelder. He said, Kufel. even though you didn't ask, I'm going to say the most improved player was four nails. I think he could be a real diamond next season. Brady out. Brady out. That was Brilliant. like the, the award at football when I played that nobody really wanted to win. Most improved player. We haven't done our uh, podcast awards. Maybe we'll do them. Yeah. Um, I, over I the did summer. win it once. It was, you know, because it meant our badge had been the previous year, which when you're a goalkeeper and you can see 90 goals in a season, it's <laughs> not done very well. Uh, next up is the old reverend himself, Mr. Jonathan Lowe. It's the vicar of Dibley. Good evening, church. I said that God was with us. What an amazing day yesterday. And I felt so privileged to be there to see the lads. Ah, it was excellent. The he results was lucky too. From the steeple bumpstead jury. Yes, it's a real place. That's interesting because um, my name's maiden name was Bumpstead. It's very suffocy. I wonder if it's steeple. One of you look up where steeple bumpstead is. Uh, Amory of the year, he's gone for Rice, Spurs away. But goal of the season, which is running in second at the moment, is Lingard versus Wolves. And running away with newcomer is Kufal. Uh, he said, thanks for everything we do. Keep the member saying and sing along as we all sing. We're all going on the European tour. Blessings from the vicar of Dibley, Jonathan. He says, I'm also Church of England like Chris. 
There you go. And Steeple Bumstead is three miles south of Haverhill in Braintree. Oh, it's I Essex. thought it was in Essex. So I've gone well, through that's there. Boulder Country, isn't it? You, you know, we're getting into the six fingers and toes department of North oh, Essex. Oh, North Essex, yeah. There's yeah. not much in between North Essex and Suffolk, is no, there? No, they're all the same, like Norfolk. They're all a bit... <clears throat> they are a bit yeah. interbred up there. Well, well, I'm glad you said it, but... I'll... Well, they don't... I say that. I'm just being vicious because they don't like Londoners up there. When you go around the... the, the yeah, sort of like the uh, the Colchester around that area. They don't like tanners. Mm, no. They don't like, you know. Oh, well. I, actually, the funniest backward base I've ever been to, I think, was Wisbeach, which is Cambridgeshire. I mean, the busiest building turned out to be the county court. And they spoke a different language up there. I don't know what it was. But still... Uh, Alan Day, the Volkswagen dealership. Even though we could be Mercedes now, who knows? After this season, he's gone. Evening, gentlemen. What a season! What a team! Finally, a team without any duds and wrongens. A team we could be proud of. He thinks a new striker, a new Arthur type player, needed for next year, and we've got to sign Jesse. He's gone for Rice Hammer of the season. He's probably runner up. Game of the season. He's gone Wolves away. Goal of the season. Lingard Wolves away. But Vlad, uh, the Impaler, wins best new player. Again, he's running away with it. Great podcast. It's been a great accompaniment to the season. Thanks to Sean for giving a slightly balanced view of the board. That's uh, my pleasure. Mm. Yeah. He, he's now my new favourite listener. Oh, is he? Uh, he thanks me for correcting everyone and giving Sean history lessons uh, and Chairman Len for his passion. And also lack of interest in the unimportant stuff. Here's to next level oh, West Ham. At last, next level West Ham. Up the Amers, Alan Day, brackets. Anyone need a new motor for a trip to Europe? Uh, next up, it's uh, my mate, Stelios Kiriakou. The one who gave away my place on the table. Do you know who took your place on the table? Who? Theo Aphanitis, who actually went... Oh, he got there before him in the end, did he? to the wrong pub and ran from the ground. Oh, bless him. Yeah. Anyway, it wasn't just my place, right? You, It was a table for six. You had like 12 there already. So when I turned up, how many did you have? Seven. (laughs) I think you had more than seven. No, there I know was... is not your strong point, but Alf come Gaspa- on. Alf, Alf Gasparro and his boy turned up. Yeah. You had Stell and his Julie. And his girlfriend, yeah. No, that was not his girlfriend. Oh, his uh, weekend girlfriend, sorry. That's his West End date, I think. Oh, uh, his okay. Julie. Yeah. And then there was Theo. His Julie. Young Theo. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd like to say to Theo, Theo, if you are the young of West Ham, we've got a great future ahead of us because you was a lovely Really? Kid. Yeah. Oh, He's a, lovely he bought boy. an art board off me today, oh, young Theo. Thanks, Theo. Oh, there you go. And if anyone else wants to buy one, especially if you've already got a Canning Town then portrait, if you buy this portrait, you're going my new England song video that I'm doing for Paul Fake. More news coming soon. Don't want to get you all excited. There you go. Especially if you're not English, aren't Marion? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's put Stelios, 
Of course, he has to ask a question, doesn't he, rather than answer. Who is the one player you would pick from the past that would fit it into this team and would have gotten us Champions League football? Right? But he's put a caveat. You can't say Payet or Arnautovic. Well, I know my answer. I thought it all along. I know the person who I thought would fit into this system. And he got mentioned um, yesterday. We did play yesterday. It was yesterday, wasn't Mm. it? It was yesterday. I'd like Frank McAvenny in this. Yeah, if he was up front there, because he, he was a very positive player. And I said it before when we signed Lingard, he's that type of player I think he would have fit in. Did all right. Well, I, I know mine, and, and as much as I gushed over Frank, it's not Frank actually, because I don't think goals were a problem as such. Who are you going for, John? I'd put Brooking in there. He'd spray that ball about. Lay it on a plate for a good few people. I don't think you run enough of Moyes. <laughs> well, I think he, I think he would. Uh, yeah, I think you're, you're actually right there. He probably wouldn't, but I think fit in any team, wouldn't he? Yeah, I just think his qualities would have. <laughs> Could you imagine if you had Booking sitting in the middle in front of Rice and Suchek? Oh. Booking sitting there. And he's got like Bowen or Ben Rama out to one side. Yeah, he's got oh, the runners just, on it. He's got Lingard just, there and Antonio. Just those clever yeah. balls, you know, those, those yeah. dissecting balls. Uh, oh. If only you didn't like to pay a note or so much, I'd have voted for him. Oh, <laughs> you got to be like that, ain't you? <laughs> anyway, Sean, do you know any players from the past? <laughs> yeah. Pop Robinson. <laughs> um, I'll go for. Um, Victor Wilson. Wilson. Vic Who? Watson. Vic Watson. Vic Watson. Yeah. Yeah, well done. What was the question? <laughs> and, that, and there's your answer, yeah. Stell. Yeah. That's, that's why Stell didn't leave you a space at the table. Well, he did. He came to offer me. So he was in the rain. He said, I yeah, feel bad now. I feel really guilty. Um, I, do you know what John's made me think? Because I was going to go for Devonshire. I, I, oh, fucking hell, no, you can't mention well, it. Well, I just think having him out on the left uh, coming in, I think it'd, it'd, it'd be setting up so many goals for Antonio and, and, and Bowen coming in. But then I'm thinking, well, Brooklyn, I don't know. I'd, I'd stick with Devonshire. You, the, 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 to be honest, the two answers you give them were fitting, you're going anywhere, Stam team, yeah. and make us look great. I was just thinking a little bit more outside the box. Yeah. No, I because well, you can drop them two in there actually, anyway. Actually, he was thinking be, inside the box, but I mean, yeah. yeah. To be fair, we, you know, we've been dying for a striker, so this is what I'm saying. And been, he was a man that took opportunities, didn't he, Frank? He didn't yeah. waste a lot. No, no. Put him and Cotty up front. Where would we have been? Third. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, thanks for that. Oh, he's gone Kufal. Game, he's gone Wolves 4-0. Lanzini, Spurs and new players. Kufal again. Uh, next up is Dazlar. All he says is, I'm soaking in a bath for my long COVID knee, but we'll message later. <laughs> there you go. I hope you're all right there, Dal. Uh, next up is E.R. Sean. Hey up. Hey up. Hey up. And he, he actually says, hey up, lads. Uh, does he? I'm here with end of season awards for the podcast crew. And they do 
talk like this in Yorkshire because I've been on building site with two blokes from Leeds who thought it's funny to take piss out of Cockneys while I was standing there to put them right. Aye. Wankers. Aye. Forget to Oscars, forget to BAFTAs, and while we're on acronyms, you forget your SABs and your ISCs. These are the awards that everyone wants <laughs> to flip-flops. <laughs> his first up is the Elon <laughs> Musk award for his tweeting manipulation of cryptocurrencies. <laughs> this award goes to Lord Leonard of Canning Town for his promotion of Ethereum and NFTs. <laughs> Thank you very much. Next Although up. that wouldn't be Elon Musk, would it? Because he, he's the big mouth that fucking made Bitcoin well, oh. drop a little bit. And then because Bitcoin drops, we lost a bit on Ethereum as well. Yeah. Yeah. That was China, wasn't it? Time to buy. Yeah. Didn't China ban it or something? Well, it's always something, like that, you know. It's China's product. Anyway, it's it's not it's not a cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency podcast. podcast. No, it's not. So next up, he's got a Dominic Cummings Award for misjudging the mood of the nation and refusing to be <laughs> silenced. <laughs> so he knows one, Nick, because it goes to the Bulls' favourite stooge, Mr. Sean Whetstone. You there, Sean? I'm here. There, so you win the Dominic Cummings Award. Thank you. Uh, used to be, week- it shows age, because it used to be Alistair Campbell, right, um, many years ago as a top spin, and now it's Dominic Cummings. But uh, I- I'll take that as a compliment. Okay. It's not meant it's to not be. It's not meant to be. Yeah, tell you <laughs> All right, you're right, okay. He says, now we come to the Mark Twain Award, which goes to Mr. John Bucci, who captures the essence of never argue with a fool as onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. <laughs> uh, the Mother Care Father of the Year Award goes to the father of the podcast, Mr. George Bucci. Uh, unfortunately, the Mother Care sponsor of this award have gone bust, but we all know what that feels like. And lastly, he goes, we... we um." We come to the Ron Seal Award for the presenter who does what it says on the tin, and it's the one and only shed man, Mr. Nigel, never a snowflake. Khan, you spelt my name wrong. All right. Oh, you oh, didn't in Asian, you did he? Oh, that's it. Mate. It was not, going so well. Oh, that's not, oh, I tell you what, that's not AA's oh, first mistake, is no. it? Talk about Elon Musk, at least he covers his IP him. address. I'll tell you yeah. what, Nicholas, sorry, AI, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> two can play that game. Oh, he's anyway. He said he's already looking forward to next season, a European tour, and an opportunity for Nigel to try out even more accents. Hasta la vista, Fiocchi di Nevi, whatever that is. Did you get Brady out? No, I'll say one anyway. Brady out. Brady out. Brady out. Uh, Evening, gents, says Stuart Ling. I'm still smiling from ear to ear after that yesterday. He's putting brackets. He's not buzzing, though, because he's 44 years of age. <laughs> well put, Stuart. Yes. Well done, Stuart. Yes, we don't buzz. Uh, to have secured European football, as well as pissing all over the yids on the final day of such a comprehensive victory in what could have been a potential bonus skin, was such a great way to finish off the season, a fantastic season it was. Lenny at Len had it about right in his post last night, celebrating the boys of 21. Rather than being too 
down, but what could, he's gone spot on, Lynn. Give Thank you a round you. of applause. Thank you very much. Amber of the year. It's gone. It's close. Uh, it's coup foul. He's gone with runner up Suchek or Rice. Game of the year. Spurs away. Uh, he said that had me smiling all week. Goal of the season uh, was Lanzini again. The timing of the strike alone, he says. Uh, plus the importance of it. Come final day points wise, you could say that, but then we blew 3 0 against Arsenal. Mark put us in Champions League, but anyway. Uh, best new player, he'd go with either Kufau or Lingard. He said, it's been a great season listening to you, lads. You've made the car journeys to work a lot more bearable than talk sport ever used to be. And he's put, as a relative newcomer to the show, I thank you all. Keep up the good work. Cheers. Here we go. Next, thank you. Next up, Adam Levitt, who, if you remember last week, was talking about uh, WWE walk-on songs. Did he really? Yeah, we did. I, uh, I can't remember. What did... Oh, my, uh, oh, my man's my, a dustman, wasn't it? That's right. Oh, it was a tag team, yeah. Tag team, wasn't it? You see, I remember things in images, and uh, I remember us as a tag team, but I don't remember. So, Still coming so back John, to me now. I'll ask you, if you was a W... Because I do like this question. If you was a WWE wrestler, what would be your walk-on song as you go to the ring? Um... Like, well, let me entertain you a bit of Robbie Williams. See, I had you down as the changing man by Paul Weller. No, I was thinking shit songs. Oh, right. Well, that was about as shit as I could think of. He's got a song for David Sullivan, and it's Getting Away With It by Electronic. Oh, he doesn't seem old enough to know the song. Uh, oh, that's a good one. No, he obviously knows his old songs. Well done. Uh, next up, John Rotomsky's back. I don't normally give people two cracks at the bit, John, but for you, because it's only short. It says, Amor of the year is Vlad. Uh, game was Spurs. Goal was Man U's belter at Spurs. That's it. Well done, John. And thanks for all that you do. Yeah. you got to give it to John. He drives past about six or seven world-class teams to get the West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he like lives in like the middle of nowhere, like up north. Yeah, I think they could have worked that bit out from themselves, from what I said, really, Sean. What about the middle of nowhere, Sean? He lives in Cheshire. Yeah, but anywhere, you know. I wonder no if he's got a cat, though. But anyway. No disrespect to anybody above Watford, but, you know. But you're going to give him some. Well, You know what? Go on, Sean, elaborate. What do you want That's to... most of Essex you go talking about, by the way. What, Essex is above? Yeah, well, you know. North and Watford, yeah. <sighs> you know. Let me get that let me get that map out again. He was never very good at geography. Right. No, you've got, you got to be You've on. really got to be south of the river, really. To be honest, the north starts at Acne for me. So Yeah. Andrew Barker says, Evening, lads. Thanks for another great season of the Best Amers podcast. Gives us a round of applause. Great end to the season. We're a top six club in Europe awaits. That's brilliant. Do you know what I expect there, Andrew? I expect a certain website to write an article to say how David Gold was right all along. Well, my <laughs> Amer of the season goes to Suchek, says Andrew Barker. Game of the season has to be Spuds free all. Goal of the season is Lanzini. Uh, and his best new player, he's giving it to Jesse. 
a huge lift. Oh, no, he wanted to give it to Jesse, but he's given it to Kufal because he's been more solid and deserves it for me. Uh, 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 That's it. Newest. No, he's not in We can't miss out, Auntie Penn. Auntie Penn, go on. Auntie Penn's coup foul for Hammer of the Season. Leicester away for the game. Another vote for that. Lanzini as, as he's run away with it. A new signing, Suchek. Can't have him as new signing, Auntie Penn. I did explain. Because he was on loan last season. He wasn't new signing. It was a new player. But anyway, we'll, we'll transfer it to Kufal. Uh Great season. Thanks for all your efforts and making me smile. But then I am biased. Well, you are. Yes. Uh, here's to next season. Ed Hughes says, evening, Jeff. He loves a bit of squirrel. He loves a bit of squirrel. Uh, honestly, think back to our negative everyone was feeling last summer. Europa League wasn't in anyone's minds. Uh, so he's gone Declan for Amory the year. Uh, Spurs away, Lanzini for Spurs, and new boy Kufal. Same as me, Ed. So next up... Um, I might save him till last. Paul Nolan, beep, beep, show for here. Beep, beep. He's gone Suchek, Spud's away game, Lanzini for Spurs and Kufal. was good to be back yesterday. Even if Billy no mates, we should have texted me, mate, because you weren't sitting far away. Even though he saw Dodsey and Norm from afar, he's looking forward to the Europa League. He has got a quiz question. As we played Southampton, can you name the Northern Ireland striker who played for Saints and West Ham? Uh, send your answers yes. to the Ian Dowie question. Uh, more than just a podcast. <laughs> did you do the quiz? One, did we? you see the awful quiz they did? Do you know what? Can I just point that out? Yeah. I was gutted, right? Because you had to log on. I couldn't get on, even with the free Wi-Fi. I've got every question right. The last question, though, it says, "Ham." right, this was the question. Sean, shut up. How many players have played for West Ham? Oh, fucking hell. Right, so that's what the question was. No multiple choice. Right, so I'll tell you what. So how many, what do you reckon, lads? Throw a figure at me. 534. So, Lim, 534. I played for West Ham throughout their history. Yeah, throughout their history, yeah. 700. 700. Right. I went. I was with Charlie, and I went 980. I said, it's not a 1,000. I said, it's 980. And they read the answer out, and it was 967. And the bloke behind me went, fucking hell, mate, you was near. I said, yeah, lucky guess. But anyway. Where was this quiz? Half time. On the big screen. On the big screen. They did it beforehand as well. You weren't there. They, uh, They ran it before kickoff as well, Nigel. I didn't realise they were giving away a shirt as well. Yeah. Finley was trying yeah. to go, what's the answer? What's the answer? I went, well, he was I'm filming the wrong person then, wasn't he? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the first one anyway. was, you know, when was the Thames Ironworks formed? Was it 1892, yeah. 2004? You know, there were some easy ones. The answer is Ian. I forgot the fucking answer now. It took so long to get me word in. Um, Ian Dowie. Yeah. That wasn't hard, was it? 
Well, I saw. I'm not saying to go the answer. Did I not say send your answers into the Ian Dowry competition? competition. (laughs) No, I misheard because you broke up. You said, and I thought you said something about the Ian Dow competition. and that's, that's what, what I heard as well, question actually. question was. No, yeah, no I, I turned around and said... Well, we're going to be back, yeah, aren't we? Listen back and you let me say, send your answers into the Ian Dowie competition. Ian competition. <laughs> it sounds like you say Ian Dale. I totally missed it. It's just I thought, where's the fucking... Yeah, they both look the same now, to be fair. Oh, that's nice. Uh, John Murphy, t- to be sure, to be sure, to be sure. Says Amor of the season is Suchek. He played every minute, was outstanding. Game of the season, he's gone Leicester away. What a change from Newcastle at home. He's gone for Lanzini for the goal. He said, but the best player was Kufal. Reminds me of Ray Stewart. Nicholas Stanley, Amor of the season was Rice, Spurs away, Lanzini and Kufal. He's then finished off with when Rice got injured, a top four push fell away. I don't think it did, Nick. Have a look. It showed how important he was to the team. Lingard and Antonio are the headline makers, but Rice makes the difference. Um, Last, but definitely not least, on Facebook this time, is Mr. George Bucci. He says, sorry, uh, it's the godfather of the podcast. says, sorry I can't be there for the season finale, gentlemen. Listen, we've all got our thumbs to sit under, mate. Don't worry about it. He says, thanks to you all, especially Sean, Nigel and Len for keeping the podcast going this year. Lots of babysitting duties for me. Can I just point this out? When it's your own kid, I don't think it's babysitting, is it? No, it can't be, no. It's just being a dad, isn't it? Yeah, babysitting. Well, I don't know. My wife would say, well, you never did anyway. So what would you know? Um Hopefully, he'll be back with us next year for the European tour. So, these are <laughs> George's things. So, he's got an Amor of the Year coup foul. He's gone for the three all against Spurs. Two Lanzini foul. and best new player was coup foul as well. Two foul. And he finished with layers, which was obviously what I put in the questions to the laters. Cool. Which <sighs> one? one more Twitter? on Twitter. There was only one. Don't panic, John. He won't know the question, though, would he? Well, th- these people just asked me, didn't they? Yeah, they just fucking bombard you. Uh, I did tweet a picture of me pie mash. Rambles has come back with a brilliant reply. Uh, I tweeted two pie mash. He's put ears Sean's, and it looks like 10 pies on a plane. Oh, anyway, geez. as we said, Sean, at the moment, with gut feelings, is an expansionist. So, uh, <laughs> Dan, 316040, 2H, says, let's hope the club has learnt from its last flirtation with Europe and brings quality over quantity. Uh, he thinks two or three solid players give you the chance. Uh, which European away game would you give Brady a one-way ticket? Brady out. Albania. Brady out. Oh, Is that for the final, Sean? Final in Albania, yeah. The conference final is in Albania, by the way. Oh. oh. That's what I got mixed up on. I just love the way still come back at you and went, it's in Hungary. And I'm yeah. thinking, would a pair of colour idiots because it's in Spain. And then Sean answered, oh. What part of Spain? It's what it says in Wiki. 
uh, it's Seville. So we'll be all right with oranges. Yeah. Uh, Paul T from the Lincoln Hammer says he's not got a question, but he'll say, well done to all of us, even Sean. Uh, for producing such an entertaining show, blah, 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 blow smokes up mine and Len's ass. Uh, keep up the good work. It's appreciated. Hang on. Where, where's my ass blowing? <laughs> who thing. won Super 6? That's uh, Announce right. who won Super 6. So we we'll go Super 6 because the final took place yesterday. Uh, I'm logging in now. Super six soccer Saturday. Super six. You had a good. You had a good finish on your last day, Nigel. You got in the top thirty. Did I? Yeah, 29th. You had a cracking. Oh, you wow. got two right answers, and I think you. So you, yesterday, you got, oh, yeah. I come third yesterday with fourteen points. You did, yeah. Um, there you go. So for the, but it's not about yesterday. It's about the no. season. It's, yeah. it's a marathon, not a sprint, people. Where did you finish? 29th. So, well, we'll give it game away. But you, So, right. we'll do top 10. Uh, apologies to those outside top 10. But Matt Russell finished 10th with 433 points. Uh, Phil Walker on 436. Friend of the podcast. Uh Champion of the ladies was Samantha Cooney on 438. Well done, Sam. Seventh place was 446 points. Just behind John Sullivan of Only Fools and Horses on 446 points. Oi, it was joint six I got. Don't, don't give it seven. It says here, and I can screenshot it. And see it it's it. the same points as six, though. It's matter. joint six. No, it don't work like that. I'm reading it out. Next up was Paul Fulton Chocolates on 453. Mark St. Matthew come fourth on 4.54. Third was Nick come on you irons at 4.60. Uh, second was Kevin Birchall, 4.68. And the winner of this year's Super 6. And wins a prize if he wants to contact me. You'll, you'll actually get it, unlike last year's winner. Uh, was Clive Soden. With 476 points. A round of applause. Please. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well played. Well played. I finished above Nigel. That's all I wanted to. Yeah, so. That's it, isn't it? No predictions. Uh, it's the summer. Um, John, I assume you and George will take the summer off? Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, Nigel, I'll, I think you'll take the summer off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to um, disappear. So, uh, Len and myself are going to, uh, we're going to hold the fault for a little while because, cause we're glutton for punishment. So, um, for the next few weeks, while the boys take uh, a rest, uh, it will be the Len and Sean show, I'm afraid. Yay. Yay. We're going to change the format and upset everybody. There'll be Len no one left. Len Sean's propaganda. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be we'll oh, be talking. Let us trends. know, Sean. Yeah. Let us know when, yeah. when when the when the Euros start and all that. And yeah, so we invite, we invite all you boys. I if might you change your mind, right? Yeah, same place every week. Yeah, we I'm send out occasion. an invite to everyone. No pressure. If you want to join, okay. join. If you don't want right. to join, don't join. Right? Okay. All but right. what we want to do is we we know some of our listeners get through their week with this. And what we don't want to do is stop the routine because you know what they do they might go off and listen to another podcast we don't want that so we're gonna we're gonna titillate them over the summer you say that Sean, Sean. but yeah. for me i say people 
go out and listen to other podcasts. And believe me, you'll be back. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> Led and I will be carrying on. Uh, maybe a slightly shorter podcast, but we'll be there. And we will be here next week. Um, maybe. I, I want to thank everybody. It's a bank uh, holiday next week. So why don't you have the week off? And then yeah, it's Lynn's birthday. Um, so. Oh, yeah. I want to thank all our listeners. I want to thank my fellow presenters. Uh, cracking season 10 and season 11 is upon us next year. And let's, let's do it all over again. Nigel, do you want to say anything to our listeners? Yeah, it's, um, I'd like to say thank you for all the kind uh, texts and the words. And, you know, there's some great people out there. And um, whatever happens, you know. Um, we're all West Ham. Yeah, we're all West Ham. And, uh, and, and I've loved my time doing this. Sounds like a retirement speech. It does, didn't it? Um, Sounds like he's had enough. He's not coming back. Um, John. Hello. You want to say anything to our listeners? As one to of our listeners, should... I would like to thank our listeners for continuing to listen. I'd like to thank those that have come in our later episodes and joined in these last few seasons with our new team that have held the baton as the old team dwindle off and on when they feel like it. Um, thank you all for continuing to listen. And thank you and Nigel and Len for doing what you do. Cheers. And, and finally, the newcomer uh, joined in June and now become a regular every week, one of the family, Len. I must have joined in May because if, if I have a birthday on there. Oh, all right. May. Yeah, well, nice. Let's not argue over a few weeks. I'm not arguing, but you know what I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'll be I'll be lying in bed looking at the ceiling, thinking that if I don't get it out, uh, I think it would just be remiss if uh, I didn't give it a big Brady out. Brady out. Brady out. See you soon. But you know, I enjoy it all. Good. So. I hope you love. Now, if I get this right. You love having us as much as we love having you. No, that doesn't. Oh, work. more than you, more than you'd ever know. <laughs> Come on, you are. It's all I do. Oh, you know what I've done, don't you? Delete. Oh, lot. you didn't load the final. Oh, I deleted the final uh, thing. So we're going to have to talk for two more seconds while I load the jingle again. This we, we are getting new software, by the way. And when we get new that software... Is, that will be good, because I can't hear any music or anything at the moment. Oh, probably it won't make any difference. If we sing the theme tune... Uh, do you remember how the last theme tune goes? Bobby Moore and Jeff Hurst, Trevor Booking and Billy Bonds. Palo de Canio. Now that's the start. Bobby Moore. It's playing now. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.